0: This is episode 652 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friends Day. Friends Day. Today is Friends Day. Are you my friend? Do you want to be my friend? You can just be my friend for today, being that it's Friends Day, also known as Wednesday. It is Wednesday, July 10th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Krishnez, and today I'll be talking about, I guess, more Apex... But not too much in terms of what I've been playing. There has been a bit of news that came out, especially earlier today, Wednesday, Friends Day. Uh, There's something you can get your friend today on this here Friends Day Wednesday. I've also played Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition on the Switch. I'm not sure if it just came out or if it's still, like if it's going to be out in a few days, I'm not sure released it. I think it is already out. But I played a bit of that and then went back to the Xbox One version to see how they compared and all that. And then, yeah. Not too much to talk about in terms of what I've been watching. So it should be a short episode. Get excited. You don't have to deal with me as much as you do on other episodes. Hooray! I did get a lot of work done with the Attack the Backlog episodes. I have fully edited all the Episodes that I've recorded, so that's through episode 26. I have to record "Life is Strange: Before the Storm," which is episode 27, of course. And I, I played through the bonus episode earlier today, so I could have that to talk about as well. And I have I have some thoughts about that game, and it'll be interesting when I get around to talking about it. I don't know if I'm gonna get around to that today, but That's not going to be a pleasant episode, and I'm not looking forward to it, and then there's a a small little masochistic part of me that is looking forward to it, and and looking forward to being mean, which I don't like. I don't like that feeling, but that's something to look forward to. And then what I'm going to tackle next, I think I mentioned that potentially Max Payne 3, I thought about maybe finally doing Kingdom Hearts 1 to get that ball going, that attempt to at some point get through that series if I like the first game of course I do have all the games so I should play them right I've also thought about Shenmue 1 because I only played I think an hour of that in the past and I really didn't like it at least I don't remember liking it uh because I'm not I'm not a fan of quick time events and all that but I might be more open and It might just not have been the right time, but I am someone who is a fan of games that really try to fill the world with little things that you can find and, uh, you know, just dense worlds, you know, and many people say that the Yakuza games are, in a way, the, the spiritual successor to the Shenmue games, so if that is somewhat the case, then I should be kind of into the Shenmue games and like with Yakuza the the gameplay is the weakest part of the game it's about the world and the interactions you have with the people in it and the crazy stories and the crazy side missions I'm not sure if those are in uh, Shenmue but I'll find out at some point I've also thought about Psychonauts because Psychonauts 2 is coming out next year I think but when uh, Microsoft announced purchasing Double Fine, I thought to myself, I should play Psychonauts. I've been meaning to. I think it was patched on Xbox One a while ago because there was some kind of bug with that game in particular with uh, the backward compatibility. But I think that's all good. And yeah, handful of auditors that I thought about. And then I, I was also just thinking about Attack the Crap block again. And when I said... You know, and I'm just going to get rid of Attack the Crap Log and include those games in the backlog. And I'm like, should I really? Attack the Crap Log games, it's not that I like going into a game expecting it to be bad. But there are certain games that are almost universally panned. And maybe I would end up leaving them being pleasantly surprised. But I can't help but go into them expecting the worst. And I was thinking to myself, I should play Vampire Rain. I don't know why I thought that one, but... That's the one I was thinking of, which is probably the worst or one of the worst choices to make when thinking about playing a shitty game. Because it is apparently a shitty game, but it is also a stealth game, which means it would probably be an exceptionally frustrating game. Whereas something like, what is it, Road to Redemption or or whatever that uh, motorcycle game is that's just a bad game and kind of humorous and how bad it is and how janky it is. So yeah, I don't know what to do in that situation, but thinking about what games to tackle next and all that, there was another, I think series that I was thinking about tackling. I'm just looking at my cushion and I'm like, I have a, a very big cushion that would allow me to play a very long game. I could play, the longest of Final Fantasy games if I wanted to. I don't know which one's the longest. I'm not going to do that. Um, I will at some point, but uh, yeah. I have been thinking about that a whole bunch while playing some Apex and some Red Faction Remastered Edition Guerrilla. That's not the order those words are supposed to go in, but yeah, let's just get right to that. Except I want to talk about some news first uh, to get that out of the way. So Nintendo finally announced a new Switch, the Switch Lite, which has been rumored for a long time. This is the portable version of the Switch that can't be docked, can't be played on the TV. The price is 200 bucks. It's coming out, I think, in mid to late September there will be three color schemes for it, and when Pokemon comes out in November, there will be another SKU that has a Pokemon-specific color scheme. So it'll be like off-white, a little gray, and on the back it'll have like etchings of the two main Pokemon, I believe. And on the front, the buttons are uh, like a, a soft pastelous blue blue and, uh, and red, uh, or reddish pink, which looks nice. I really like the look of that system. I don't need to be uh, tempted by a Switch because I don't play enough Switch, even though a handheld-only Switch is something that appeals to me as someone who really finds no reason to ever play the game or play the Switch on the TV, other than the Nintendo exclusives, though at the same time, I don't really play third-party games on the Switch, because why would I play them on the Switch and not a more significantly more powerful platform? Um, the the thing that hurts the Switch Lite the most for me it's a it's somewhat smaller, 5.5 inch screen compared to the 6.2 inch screen of the regular Switch. No rumble support, or whatever it's called, HD rumble. Um, the joy cons are fixed to the console obviously, and uh, it has a proper D-pad, which has some people excited. The thing that bummed me out is that they touted it having improved battery life, but it's not a significant improvement. The battery life for the regular Switch is said to be, I think, 2.5 2.5 to 6.5 hours. And the switch light is three to seven hours. And their example is you can play Breath of the Wild on the regular switch for three hours, and you can play it for four hours on the switch light, which is fine, but I would like a slightly bigger improvement if it was five to eight hours on the switch Lite. I would be way more interested in it as a potential purchase. But at the same time, on top of all that, I am already still considering the Polymega. And if I get one console this year, it's going to be the Polymega. I'm still on the fence with the Polymega because they, while seeing John Linneman be pleasantly surprised by it, and reading an article from a few months ago where Jeremy Parrish went away from it thinking positive thoughts. Uh, He wrote, a, I think, My Nintendo Life or whatever the site is. Uh, He wrote an article about that. But while these few people who I respect hearing them have positive words about the console, there's still a failure on Polymega in terms of their marketing and just putting themselves out there and the system out there and, you know, just showing us a lot of stuff about the system, being just they are very quiet. You know, their their last post I think was almost two weeks ago, so they they're not out there, and maybe that's because they're just being really busy. They're being uh, really focused on finishing the console, putting the finishing the finishing touches on it. Because uh, when I went to the site, I think the ship date, if you were to pre order now was expected as uh, to be around August 21st which is probably just a placeholder because I don't know if they've received their Intel chips or whatever they're waiting for because they didn't mention anything on social media I've tried contacting them via email to just you know get some details heard nothing so uh, while I'm very excited for the polymega and it's something I would highly consider. And I would even consider the $500 bundle as ridiculous as that is and expensive as it is and uh, how much money that is to spend. The one thing that is 100% holding me back because you can only purchase it right now through their site. They mentioned that they're going to be uh, selling it through a few retailers. And at some point in the future, though those sites will be made known, because they, they haven't mentioned what uh, what retailers they'll be going with, but <laughs> pre-ordering it through Polymega would uh, require you to pay up front, and I'm not a fan of that. When I pre-order something, I prefer a pre-order system that charges me when it ships. I don't want to, you know, this is very much the Kickstarter model where, uh, like in Kickstarter, when a campaign finished and was funded, you were charged then, and then you could wait forever to get your product, but you were still charged right away because it's the funding for the product. And that's the similar way in which this is working. And putting down that much money is something I'm not, I don't, I don't want to do, especially when sure, the initial impressions from a few people have been positive, but that doesn't mean anything about the product of the, the finished product and how it's going to uh, stack up when under a lot more scrutiny and more testing with a lot of games and all that. And yeah, another thing that hurts the, the potential of me pre-ordering it via Polymega is that while they don't charge tax, the shipping is $40, which basically is the, the same price as taxes. Tax is still more expensive where I live, but $40 for shipping is like, huh? go fuck yourself. That is a that is a lot. Um, and he, like even how big the package could be at just $40 is a hell of a price for shipping. So there's still part of Polymega that does... It's not that it, they, they seem like snake oil uh, sellers or anything. It's not, it's not that I want to believe that it's still uh, phony or something like that. But they still continue to fail at putting out their message and their product in a way that makes me confident in putting down all that money right now. I look at the system. I want something like that. If it ends up coming through and it's a really solid thing, then I will... One hundred percent, maybe pick it up, but I, I I need more than what they've currently put out there. But yeah, that is a system I'm more interested in checking out, and potentially getting as opposed to the Switch Lite, because I already have a Switch and I barely play it. I don't need another one, even if I think the Pokemon one looks pretty good. Anyway. That's it. News-wise, going to the what well, I've been playing stuff. So, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition came out on Switch recently, and I played a, a bit of it, and it's surprised me with how well it plays in handheld mode. I've been playing it in quality mode, and it runs pretty well. It's a it's a pretty it's not locked uh, a locked frame rate, but it, it's pretty consistent and stable and it, it works which is nice the, the the biggest problem I have with the game is that I don't think the controls have aged well and that is exacerbated when playing in a handheld mode using the joy-con controllers because those controllers feel especially worse when trying to move the crosshairs in the game you and, and shoot enemies Shooting is, of course, not the main reason why you play the game. And if you were interested in Gorilla, you 100% should play it on casual. Even if you think to yourself, you know, I am not a baby gamer. I want to play my games on hard difficulty, blah, blah, blah. I want a challenge. You don't want a challenge in Gorilla. That's not what the game is about. If you think Gorilla is about a good challenge and all that, you're wrong. Gorilla is about one thing and one thing only. Blowing shit up. That is the only point of it. So anything that gets in the way of blowing shit up, like increased difficulty where you die much quicker and enemies are harder to kill and all that, get rid of that. Get that out of the way. You just want to blow shit up. And blowing shit up on the Switch, really cool, really fun. Looks pretty damn good on that little screen. And it runs well. It just doesn't feel good to shoot any of the guns because the, the analog sticks and... The control, it just it just doesn't feel good. And you can change the control scheme to make it feel a little bit more modern, but it, I think if they could have put in a lock-on feature, it would have felt significantly better. You know, just put in that accessibility option to make the shooting feel better because the shooting sucks and it gets in the way sometimes because you could have a whole bunch of enemies near you and you can't just... Rely on blowing shit up all the time. In part because you'll run on of ammo. Um, but uh, on Switch. It. Has pleasantly surprised me. With how well it's running. Uh, in portable mode. I haven't messed around with it in docked mode. But. In handheld mode. Pretty good. In performance mode. It runs fine. But the, the frame rate does. Jump around much more. Than in quality mode. And I've heard, because I watched the Digital Foundry video, that the resolution, because it has a a, a variable resolution uh, that it can drop as low as like 360p, so that's another reason why you might not want to play it in performance mode, handheld as opposed to quality mode. but uh yeah, it's uh it's solid if you're a fan of gorilla and you want a portable version it's good (laughs) if you've never played gorilla it's it's still good i i think like i said the, the controls can get in the way of the fun and it can get in the way even more so in uh the switch version and then i've been playing more apex legends after having a really bad round monday when i had my last episode Yesterday, Tuesday, I had really good rounds in gold, and I'm just about to the next gold tier, so that's good. Uh, you know, I just had I had a bad couple of rounds that left me uh, really frustrated, and there's a sneeze coming on, and I don't know what to do about it, but I think it's going away. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. I have started watching stuff from the current season, uh, the current anime season. Don't need to talk about any of that. So I think that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Gnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or attack the backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and check them out there if you want to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com. if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day Bye, bye.